All right, wall fans. Welcome to another exciting edition of Go Tell to the Wall podcast. This is episode nine. That's right, episode nine. We're going to go ahead and call this the holiday episode or Christmas episode. It happens to be Christmas Eve Eve. You may have noticed we're a little late with getting the podcast up this week. Obvious reasons. I got Zafia at home. Still lots of stuff going on. And then, of course, Christmas prep. Uh, so it's been a little crazy. It's been a little crazy. I got a bunch of gifts to wrap. I got all kinds of stuff to do. Uh, but we got to make time. We got to make time for this podcast. I know you've all been hankering for a new episode. Uh, but we are going to talk a little holidays. Little holidays, little Christmas. I don't know enough about all of the other holidays. So forgive me for not knowing that. Uh, I happen to grow up celebrating Christmas. So that's the one I know about. Uh, but, you know, maybe y'all can fill me in on, on whatever your traditions are. And, and we'll get into a little bit of that. So, like I said, Go Tell to the Wall podcast, episode 9. I am your host, Sean O'Rourke, here with yet another exciting episode. Uh, and we got a lot of stuff to get into. We got a lot of stuff. This is the holiday episode. So, uh, let's kick things off with that. You know, just want to talk a little bit about, like, Christmas celebrations and traditions. Uh, for the, I've mentioned on previous podcasts, you know, I'm a huge Boston fan uh, because of my father. I never actually lived in Boston, haven't really spent much time there, so I happen to be a Boston sports fan, uh, but really, at this time of year, my heart is kind of in Chicago. Uh, I spent my first 18 Christmases in Chicago, 18 of them. Uh, it was a tradition we had, you know, big family Christmases in Chicago. This is where my mother's from, this is where my grandmother still lives, and two of my aunts and uncles uh, still live there. Everyone's kind of from there on my mom's side of the family. Uh, so we had, I don't want to say we had a bunch of traditions, but it was always a tradition to get together. Uh, and that, that's what I enjoy, is, is family and, and kind of getting together around the holidays. You know, gifts and all that kind of stuff is one thing, uh, but it's all about togetherness. That, that's the biggest tradition to me. This year is extra special. Getting into some personal stuff, you know, not not deeply personal, but it might be a little boring for you. Uh, this year is extra special. Obviously, I got Zafia at home. This is her first Christmas. She's not going to remember a damn thing, uh, but we're making a big deal out of it, you know, because it is it is her first Christmas. Uh, and on top of that, it's it's my wife's first Christmas not being in Connecticut. She's from Connecticut, and this is the first time we weren't able to travel to Connecticut for Christmas. We always have a, a blast there. I love it. Uh, it's just too much to bring a six-week-old on the plane. I don't even know if you're allowed to bring a six-week-old on the plane. You know, when I when I was younger, you could. <laughs> I spent my first Christmas uh, in Chicago when I was, I don't even think I was six weeks old. Yeah, because my birthday's after Zoe's, so uh, I wasn't, and I traveled. It was a little different back then, you know, a little bit different uh, many, many years ago. Uh, but nonetheless, we are spending the holiday for the first time in Los Angeles. I've spent the holiday here a couple times uh, throughout my life, but it's actually been quite a few years since I've been in Los Angeles. And Mother Nature decided to cooperate and make it actually kind of cold here. It's it's cold. Now, we're not talking this like two degrees out with a negative 10 wind chill, but it has been getting into the 30s at night, amazingly enough. And we've been getting a ton of rain, a ton of rain. If, if you live in California, especially Southern California, you know, last year was supposed to be an El Nino year. It technically was an El Nino year. We didn't get a lot of rain. I'm pretty sure we've gotten more rain around this time of year uh, than we did last year already, which is great. It's fantastic. We need it. We've been in a drought. Uh, but we are getting some interesting winter weather. In fact, I was looking at the news the other day, and it looks like San Diego has a possibility of getting some snow this weekend, uh, which is extremely rare. Extremely rare. It has happened before, but it, it, it's rare for it to happen. So I'm interested to see if it actually does happen. Uh, you know, we get snow in the mountains and stuff. It's snowing in the mountains right now, like hour and a half away from where I'm sitting. Uh, but it doesn't snow like in Los Angeles or in San Diego, like near the city and kind of the main parts uh, very often. But it looks like we could be getting some this year. So we'll see what happens there. 
nonetheless, like I said, we're getting a little holiday weather. I'm gearing up for the for the Christmas holiday. Uh, in-laws are in town already. My parents are coming to town tomorrow morning. Uh, they're supposed to come in tonight, but they push it off a little bit because it's raining like crazy outside. And better to be safe than sorry, I always say. Um, and in fact, I didn't even, I don't even have that in my notes, but we'll talk a little bit about being safe on the road because uh, I had a very scary experience uh, just a couple days ago as I was coming home from doing some Christmas shopping. Uh, but you'll just have to wait for that. Keep listening. Keep listening. I know I'm already boring everybody. Uh, one thing I do want to talk about that, that we used to do a little bit in my family, my wife has always done it in her family, is, and she's going to listen to this episode, and so is anyone else that grew up with it, because I can never remember the damn name. But we, in, in, in the Polish culture, we have these, these little, they're like crackers. You know, they're they're like wafers. They're almost like if if you grew up Catholic, they're like almost like communion wafer, uh, you know, texture and stuff. And, and what you do is on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, depending on what your tradition is, you get together and you everyone has a little bit of this, and you you walk around with all your friends and relatives, and you you break some off like at the same time with someone off of someone else's, and you eat that. Uh, it's a big part of kind of Polish Christmas tradition. And I had to have my mother track some down this year because we haven't done it in quite a few years. But like I said, back in Connecticut, uh, where there's a very large po- Polish population, it's hard to find anything like truly Polish uh, here in L.A. There's a, there's a restaurant we really enjoy going to. Uh, but outside of that, it's hard to find like a lot of that stuff. You go to Connecticut because they have such a huge pool. I, I walked in the liquor store the first time there a couple years ago and I was like, oh, my gosh. They have everything. They have Krupnik, which is like the traditional honey liqueur. Uh, they had all the good Polish beer. It, it, it's quite amazing. But I had to have my mother track some of this down. So we're actually going to have it continue that tradition uh, on Christmas this year and introduce Zofia to it. You know, I mean, we have to. She's got a very, very Polish first name, despite the very, very Irish last name. Um, she is a Polak. She's a Polak actually half Polish. She's more Polish than anything else, simply due to the fact that my wife is half Polish and I happen to be half Polish. Um, so don't be fooled by my super, super Irish name. Uh, I'm actually only half Irish. I think I've said that on this podcast before, but who cares? You know, it doesn't matter. It's just really just traditions and culture. I love it. I love kielbasa. That's one of my favorite things. Uh, I eat sauerkraut because you're kind of required to, you know, growing up as a Polish kid, you, you got to eat some sauerkraut. It's not the best stuff out there, but, you know, you eat it. It's good. Uh, and we're going to be spending time with family, which is really all I care about um, is seeing some family and, and really kind of sharing our traditions with uh, Zoe, you know, this being her first time. She's not going to remember it, but we'll show her pictures years from now. Um, and then on top of that, <laughs> I'm not going to get into this a lot, but to, to make things more challenging with having a newborn, we decided to sell our house and buy a new house. So this is actually going to be our last Christmas in this house. So it's kind of a big thing for my wife and I. Uh, we've been here for quite a few years, and uh, my wife even longer. She lived here before we got together. Um, and we're moving moving on up, I guess, to a, to a bigger place because we've needed it for quite a while, which means I'm actually no longer going to be sharing my studio with my daughter, which is great, because if, if I ever get these GoPro videos out, you'll see that there's a changing table in the background. Um, I, I kind of cross my fingers every time I come in the studio, and, and, and my wife's got Zoe, and I'm like, all right, well, if, if she's got a diaper, she's got to come in. Uh, we've been lucky so far, <laughs> but we'll see. We'll see if that, now that I've said it, um, it should probably be knocking on the desk right now, a little knock on wood for uh, for extra luck, hoping that she doesn't come in screaming, need a diaper change. If she does, y'all got to deal with it. That's kind of just part of the podcast, you know. We, we we get through these things. We learn. We get through. We haven't had a lot of helicopters, but you know, we'll get more of those, I'm sure, in the future. Of course. Um, so I I don't want to spend a ton of time. We'll 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 go back and forth on kind of the Christmas stuff 
you know, as we do this, we're calling it the Christmas episode simply because it's Christmas Eve, Eve. Uh, but I don't have a ton of stuff for you <laughs> regarding Christmas outside of a little bit of our traditions um, and maybe a little ranting. I know there's been some ranting on on the past few episodes. I apologize. If, if you don't like it, I apologize. If you like it, then you're welcome. Um, so kind of more housekeeping. Logo updates. You should have all seen the new logos by now. I hope you're following us on Twitter. Uh, we're we're kind of gaining some momentum and steam on Twitter. Uh, there hasn't been a lot of content content uh, coming out of there, but it, it's gonna it's gonna pick up steam more and more. So make sure you like us uh, at Tell the Wall Pod. Um, but of course, you've probably seen the new logos. Big thank you to Jeffrey Jackson. I called him out on the page. I know last week I said I wasn't gonna call him out, uh, but big thank you to my good good friend Jeffrey Jackson uh, for helping to put those logos together. Because as you all know, I, I'm a photography guy. I'm not a design guy. I, you know, I can't do these things. I, I, I look at it and I'm like, that looks great, but I don't actually do it myself. Um, so check it out. I, I, I want to get some feedback. I've gotten a little bit of feedback, but if you haven't seen the logos, check them out. Let me know what you think. Um, personally, I love them. If you don't like them, let me know. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to say, oh, that's, I'm sorry you don't like them, but <laughs> let's, let's get a little feedback on there. Just want to know what you guys think. Um, and, and follow that Twitter at Tell the Wall Pod. Of course, still the Facebook page, facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall. More stuff's going through there. Uh, but, but as we're picking up steam on Twitter, we'll, we'll kind of push some info, useless info, uh, out through there as well. So keep an eye out for all that stuff. Now, I know I said on the last episode, we're still working on the YouTube channel. In fact, I've got a bunch of videos planned. We just, I just haven't had the time and, and, the few people we have working behind the scenes haven't had a ton of time uh, to help me out with this just yet. Uh, but I did I did promise it was launching soon, but I also promised probably not by the next episode. And this happens to be the next episode, so don't get mad. It's coming. I know you're all kind of chomping at the bit. N- no, you're not. But it, it's coming either way, and you all better subscribe because there will be some fun content on there. We're going to talk about some fun things, get some good, good stuff out there. Um, but it is coming, and I'll keep everyone updated on that because I know you're all very, very excited uh, to see what's going to be coming down through YouTube. Because, you know, YouTube, that, that's where we consume a lot of... Get, everyone gets a lot of their entertainment through YouTube these days. It's amazing. I was kind of late to the game personally, uh, but now that I have have personal friends that are really, you know, making a living at doing this and stuff. I, it, it's gotten me a little heavier into it. Um, I don't want to say heavy, uh, but, I, you know, I, I, I'm on the YouTube a little more outside of just finding, like, music videos and stuff. Um, so that's coming. Have no fear, wall fans. We're, we're getting there. Things are moving. It's They're just moving at a slower pace uh, because I'm, I'm literally changing diapers, like, 10 to 15 times a day uh, and, and, you know, worrying about caring for a, a, a small human being. And that's taking a little bit of priority at the moment. Uh, so, moving on, I do want to point out one thing. Uh, I, I know I have some listeners on here who happen to be Saintsmen. I know that sounds weird, Saintsmen. It, you know, if you don't know me too well, you probably don't know what that is. I went to a high school uh, called Saint Augustine High School in San Diego. Uh, extremely proud of it. It is a private Catholic high school. Uh, I I would say it's more. It, it is definitely more on the liberal side. We're not going to. I know I kind of railed against the Catholic Church recently and and their misuse of funds and and the way they prioritize things. But I have a lot of pride uh, in my high school. It, it, it for a lot of you listening out there, it's kind of like having pride in in your college when you go to a private. Um, really any private school where where there's a big camaraderie and everything else. You know, I was a bit of an athlete coming through there. I, you know, I wasn't a superstar. Uh, you know, I was a four-year letterman in, in track. A uh, three-year letterman in cross-country didn't run as a freshman. Uh, unfortunately, last year, right around this time, I think, uh, my high school track and cross-country coach uh, passed away. 
he had a heart attack uh, shoveling his driveway in Montana, um, and, and he passed away, unfortunately. He was he was an incredible human being, happened to be a lawyer as well, but just really enjoyed teaching and coaching. Uh, so in between being a lawyer, he was he was a teacher and a, and a coach at my high school. Um, you know, I... I don't want to say I was devastated. You know, he had lived a full life. He, you know, he was a little up there. He was up there when I was in high school, and I've been out of high school for a long time. Uh, so he did live a full life, but still very, very sad uh, to see him go. I was was very excited to see, however, on we have like an alumni page on Facebook. Uh, somebody put together. There's actually a a, a memorial scholarship fund uh, for my high school. Uh, you know, if if you don't already know this, when you go to private high school, really private, like middle school, elementary school, you actually pay tuition. It's it's not like public school going through you know elementary, middle school, high school where where it's it's paid for by your tax dollars. Uh, you actually pay some tuition which we can get into a debate on that if it's worth it and everything else. Personally, I loved it. You know, the experience was well worth it. My parents made a lot of sacrifices uh, to send me to, to such a great school, um, and I have a lot of pride in that. Um, and what happened was they set up this memorial scholarship fund that, that's going to go to a student in need. And then on top of that, in the, in the cross-country world in high school, and, and I, th- I believe it's this way around the country, you you know, you have your, like, league meets where you, you, you race against other schools that are in your league and in, in your division, whatever it might be. Uh, then there's also, like, a bunch of invitationals. They do the same thing for track and cross-country. Um, and a lot of schools host these. So when I was in high school, it was the Saints, uh, the Saints Invitational. And, and, and we put on a race. The high school worked out all the, you know, all the little ins and outs of it, uh, actually marking the course and everything else. Well, recently they changed the name of that to uh, the the uh, Coach Downey Cross Country Classic, and <laughs> it took me a minute because I'm actually looking down. And the reason I'm looking down is I'm wearing uh, a Coach Downey Cross Country Classic t-shirt uh, that I earned by donating to the Coach Downey Memorial Scholarship Fund um, at St. Augustine. Uh, and the reason I say it sounds weird, we, we call ourselves Saintsmen. You're kind of forever a Saintsman if you have pride in your school. Um, and that's just because it's known as Saints. It's St. Augustine High School, but it's really known as Saints. Um, and, and that's kind of how we refer to ourselves, kind of, you know, even after you've graduated and moved on. Um, there, you know, there's a lot of really people that are active in the community down there. I'm, I'm not as active as I'd like to be outside of donating some money and getting myself an awesome t-shirt with my high school uh, track and cross country coach who also happened to be a bit of a mentor to me um, and, and, and kept me kind of on the right path. Um, not that I was a troubled teen or anything and I got into my fair share of trouble. Uh, I know some of my friends are listening right now going, uh, you, you did get in. Yeah, I know. I got into a little bit of trouble. Could have been much worse. Uh, you know, I was able to stay focused to an extent. Decent student. Um, by by most people's standards, uh, and and a decent athlete, and and I owe a lot to to Coach Downey and to a lot of my teachers at that school. So it's a, with a lot of pride, with a heavy heart, but also with a lot of pride that I wear this T-shirt uh, for this podcast. Maybe one day you guys will see it if I ever release these videos. I say that every week. I'm actually I maybe I am gonna do something with them. Um, I was talking to 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 someone recently who was like, you you need to actually use them, and and maybe I will. Who knows? Maybe they'll just sit there taking up room on my hard drive. I, I I don't know. They're they're there. Maybe one day it'll just be for me, and I'll look back on all of it and and remember this fondly after you've all destroyed my podcast because it's so terrible. Um, I don't think it's gonna happen. We're picking up steam. We're we're keeping going. Uh, we we've broken into the top seventy on Podomatic, um, and and we're gonna keep that momentum going and and keep growing that fan base. Uh, that's about it for housekeeping. Like I said, episode nine, Sean O'Rourke here. Go tell it to the wall podcast. You, you, hopefully you've all been listening to at least a few episodes. So you know what's going on. 
we got a little bit of structure. Sometimes that structure goes way off the rails. I, I do take a little bit of notes here and there. I, you know, it really comes down to what I find interesting, and it's me sitting, talking to a microphone, looking at a wall with a GoPro in my face. Um, and, of course, my notes and, and a computer and an iPad so that I have something to look at and something to record on, of course. Uh, all right, so we're going to move right on into some social stuff. And this... The last part of that, I'm laughing because the last part is going to be a little ridiculous. Um, but just some of the fun stuff I'm finding on social social media, you know, Twitter, Facebook, whatever it might be, Instagram. I, most, of, most of my consumption is on Facebook and, and Twitter. I get a little bit of Instagram in there. My wife love, likes to use Instagram, so, so she's constantly putting photos up of Zoe uh, on the Instagram. So, you know, so I'm seeing that stuff. Uh, but... I, I tend to look at the trending stuff. You know, we talked about that stupid gray sweatpants challenge a couple episodes ago that I, I was like, all right, everyone stop. There's actually a funny one that has come out now, uh, and it is hashtag. For those of you that aren't familiar, because years ago I was I was so confused by this, a hashtag is a pound sign. For a long time, I just I refused, and I just kept calling it a pound sign. Uh, but I had to succumb to, to the, the social norms, and this has kind of become the norm, I guess, is hashtagging. Uh, but when you're bored and you want to see some funny stuff, check out hashtag when having sex don't say. Now, I'm not going to get into some, and, and this, it's not like, I wouldn't say this is not safe for work. It's, it's really funny stuff. I'm not going to get into it, but I was definitely laughing out loud uh, as I was scrolling through Twitter and, and seeing what people were coming up with. It's, it's quite amusing. So if you're a Twitter user, check it out. You should be a Twitter user. I think just about the, everyone in the world is on there now. Um, and hopefully you're all on there following at tell the wall pod. Uh, but that, that's a, funny hashtag to check out when having sex don't say and it's essentially <laughs> things that people shouldn't say while having sex um i i like to keep this show somewhat kid friendly so we're not going to get into that like i said it's we're, it's not super not safe for work stuff it's just kind of funny stuff that clearly you shouldn't say um but it maybe somebody does and i don't think a lot of it's based in fact but it's just kind of funny to to check it out and and see the funny stuff that people come up with uh you know that that's the world we live in a lot of a lot of content content of course is is what what we call in the industry ugc which is user generated content uh and and that's where all this comes from it's it's from users generating it and and putting it out into the world and it catches steam and we all laugh and enjoy it i laugh and enjoy it sometimes sometimes i hate it and i'll complain about it to all of you who really don't care maybe you love it maybe you hate it too um, you know, but since I have a microphone and I have a podcast, I get to complain about it. And you all can complain about it too. The difference is I'm complaining about it and posting it somewhere and, and, and some people are actually listening to it. Uh, so check that out. Hashtag when having sex, don't say if you want some amusement. Another thing I'm noticing on, I was noticing on social media just the other day, which is hilarious. And, and it, it, it's just mind-blowing what's going on with this. Uh, it has to do with Kanye West. Now, I know a lot of people out there love Kanye West. I do appreciate his music to an extent. I think the guy's effing nuts, you know? Um, and and I need to do a little more research because it, it seems to me like he's having some some uh, some mental you know, mental issues, which, which I do sympathize with, with greatly, um, having dealt with, with, uh, obsessive compulsive disorder and obsessive anxiety disorder for really most of my life. Uh, so, so I do, I do feel for him there. Um, but the, the guy's a little nuts, you know, a little too nuts for me. I like my musicians a little nuts, um, you know, maybe a little drugged out just for the, for the creative side. I think I've mentioned that about Green Day, um, you know, and, and that's just part of the fun, but he's a little too nuts for me. So I'm not. I wouldn't call myself a fan. I do. I do recognize that he's got some decent music. Uh, but what's happening recently is he has a bunch of fans 
he just dropped a track, I guess, which I haven't even heard. I didn't get around to listening to it. I'll be honest with you. I got too much to listen to. I'm busy listening to Cloudside and Give Me Motion and, and other stuff that, you know, I'm not out searching for Kanye stuff. But apparently he released a track with Paul McCartney. You know, if, if you don't know who Paul McCartney is, I, I'm, I, I don't understand how you couldn't. He, he was in the Beatles. Uh, he's extremely famous. He's one of the most well-known musicians probably on the face of the earth. So Kanye put out a track with Paul McCartney. Well, a bunch of these Kanye fans who, I, I, I guess you can say they're music fans, but it, personally, if you don't know who the hell Paul McCartney is, I wouldn't call myself a music fan. Um, they were they were getting on social media and talking about how nice it was of Kanye to discover a new artist and put him on his track. Mind blown. My Like, my mind was just blown. Here, here This is common sense, people. Paul McCartney. Like, we, we owe a lot to the guy. Whether you like the guy or not, you know, he, he brought a lot to the music industry as a musician. He was super popular well before Kanye West. Well before most of you listening were born. That's just simple fact of the matter. And he's kept going strong all these years. And it's just mind-blowing. And there's plenty of fans out there that were like, um, it's Paul freaking McCartney. But it just blew my mind that some people were like, oh, it's so nice of Kanye. Really? We're giving him that big of a head that we're make, letting Kanye think that he he gave Paul McCartney an opportunity to be on a track? Come on. Come on. Stop it. Just just stop. Just stop. Do a little Googling. It's easy these days. Google Paul McCartney if you don't know who he is. I'm assuming really probably anyone listening to this podcast knows who the heck he is. Um, but if you don't, do some Googling. And I was just incredibly amused. I had to share that with everybody because it, it's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Respect to Kanye if, if you like that music. You know, like I said, I, I don't love it. I don't hate it. Um, mad respect to him. But let's 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 slow it down there a little bit, Kanye fans. Because uh, that's a little, little, little too much if you don't know who the heck uh, Paul McCartney is. don't Just don't call yourself a music fan. Don't. You got, you got to know who he is. Even if you don't like his music, you know who the heck he is. I don't really love Kanye West music, but I know who he is, you know? And we don't, he's not a revolutionary musician like Paul McCartney. I mean, maybe he is. You know, we can debate that all day. Um, but it's pretty much inarguable that Paul McCartney was part of a musical revolution at the time uh, with the Beatles, you know? Look up the Ed Sullivan show. Just just look that up if, if you've never seen it, even if you know who Paul McCartney is and you haven't seen that. It's, all, it's ridiculous. Uh, Ed Sullivan broke, basically helped bring the Beatles to the U.S. Uh, at the time, um, and it's it's interesting. Uh, but I just I was floored, just absolutely floored. Um, at, at just the, the the ignorance, the ignorance out there. Like, come on, let's just stop. Let's just stop. This is not turning into a rant, so don't worry about turning off the podcast or pausing it. We're gonna move right along. Another thing I found on. Uh, social media that I found very amusing. And it was very amusing because I know I've teased Google Home. We're going to talk a little bit about Google Home in the tech section uh, here of episode 9. But one thing I did find on social media that was really just amusing, you know, because we've got this Google Home. I'm sure Apple's working on something, and you've got the Amazon Echo with, like, Alexa. um, You know, hopefully I didn't just engage someone's Amazon Echo. Uh, But... there's different options out there and basically a guy and so simple how these things take off uh it's just like i said you know user generated content uh this guy set up a a a a, a, an amazon echo 
right next to a Google Home and basically put them in this infinite loop, uh, which is always extra funny to me because in a lot of like 80s and 90s sci-fi movies with 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 robots and androids and stuff, you you, talk, you hear about this like infinite loop, the, the robot's stuck on an infinite loop, whatever it might be. Uh, and it was essentially like the Google Home talking to the Amazon Echo. I'm not going to say the commands because as we discussed on the last episode, it could be uh, messing with someone's Android phone and or I guess their Echo now, I, you know, uh, it whatever um but i thought it was funny so check that out if, if you're interested in seeing something on an infinite loop um and it's just it's so simple that these things just just take off like that you know crazy crazy two simple little machines and and just tons of views everyone's watching it everyone's checking it out i watched it you know i don't know i don't know why i thought I, it did give me a chuckle um so i do know why but <laughs> it's just such a simple thing uh, that that can be so amusing. Um, so check that out as well if, if you're interested. So the, the last piece of social that I want to get to. Something happened to me today. So my brother-in-law, Dante Simadamore, a.k.a. Give Me Motion, a.k.a. Half of Peas in a Podcast, uh, who I know very well. Spent a lot of time with him. He, you know, he's obviously my my brother-in-law. He is the uncle of my of my daughter. Um, I call him just my brother, but for clarification's sake, he's my brother-in-law. Uh, <laughs> he challenged me today on social media. You may have seen this thing going around out there. It's hashtag uh, twenty-two push-ups, hashtag twenty-two kills, and it's essentially doing push-ups every day. Uh, it, it's it's awareness for for veterans needs and and veteran suicide you know military veteran suicide great cause just a fantastic cause uh, the reason I'm kind of slow with with you know and I'm very excited about the cause uh, but unfortunately now I have to spend the next 22 23 days doing at least 22 push-ups a day recording it and posting it on social media uh, so all of you wall fans out there you can thank Dante. Uh, because now there's going to be a bunch of videos of me suffering through a bunch of push-ups. Now, back in my day, I, I was, you know, I was never real buff, uh, but I was in good shape, you know. And I used to go to basketball camp uh, you know, uh, during uh, during the spring, whenever the heck it was. And the guy that put it on, he would make us do like 100 push-ups at the end of every workout. So I've done a lot of push-ups. However, it's been a long time. So you're going to probably be seeing me struggle through a lot of push-ups, uh over the next 22 days so keep an eye out for that it's gonna happen i i have to accept the challenge obviously it, you know it, it's for a good cause uh and i'll get through it you know and this is some content for the podcast and probably also for the youtube channel you know who knows we'll get it up on twitter we'll get it up on the facebook page i'll talk to the people working behind the scenes and figure out how the what the best way of doing that is uh but starting tomorrow we're gonna get some videos up do a little Christmas Eve edition of hashtag 22 push-ups, hashtag 22 kills. Keep an eye out for that. What I am going to do is I'm going to tell you right now, the first video, because Dante challenged me to it, the first video is going to happen in his house. I'm not going to tell him about it. I'm going to sneak off. I'm going to record it in his house, and he's not going to know about it until it goes up online. Uh, of course, if he listens to this podcast before then, which I'm going to post tonight, which is Christmas Eve Eve, uh, then he'll know. But he's, let's be honest, he's not going to get around to that just yet. He's got a lot of stuff going on as well. Um, so keep an eye out. It's coming up. Hashtag 22 push-ups. Uh, I'm dreading it a little, uh, but we're going to get through it. We're going to get through it. And then at the end of it, I will have the the absolute pleasure of nominating uh, one or two other people to to 
share in my pain and go through uh, consistently doing at least 22 push-ups a day uh, for 22 days. I'm doing a little research on it. You don't actually have to do 20. You can do as many as you want, you know, and, and they can be like knee push-ups. Personally, I'm in decent enough shape uh, where, where I'm going to do at least 22 a day. Maybe we'll try to do more, uh, but it's going to be 22 a day for the next 22 to 23 days. Obviously, if Zoe's just killing me with diapers one day, we might have to miss a day, but there will be a total of 22 days, um, hopefully over the next 22 to 24 days, and, and we'll get it all out there for your enjoyment, uh, for a good cause, um, and of course, because my brother Dante decided to challenge me. Uh, so keep an eye out for that. I'm dreading it a little, but it's going to be fun. It's all it's all fun. It's going to be great stuff, um, and, and it is what it is, you know? Absolutely is what it is. All right, moving along, you know, I, I have these little sections. It really just helps me kind of keep an eye, you know, um, have, I guess have a little structure. As you know, we go on a lot of tangents and stuff, um, but we, I do try to keep seeing things somewhat in line uh, just so it's not all tangents. Um, so, as we, you know, I have a style section. There's, I, I don't really have anything interesting this week. The one thing I will tell you, it's funny, I went to do some laundry today, and I realized one, one thing that happens when you have a newborn at home when you do laundry, it ends up being a lot of just sweatpants and t-shirts. I started doing my wife and, and, and my, my laundry today uh, and realized it was basically just a bunch of sweatpants and t-shirts and sweatshirts because you're basically just spending time uh, at home with your newborn. Hopefully, if you're out there, you're fortunate enough to actually get some time. You know, I'm fortunate enough to spend some time with Zofia, uh, you know, through this kind of this first couple months of her life and, and that extra bonding and everything else. Uh, but it's very amusing that m the majority of our laundry uh, has been sweatpants because that's really like all we're wearing right now. I, I throw some jeans on to go to the grocery store uh, every other day or so. But outside of that, it, it's like jeans and slippers uh, around the house. You know, people come over and I'm just like, eh, this is this is what you got. This is what you're getting. I'm not putting a lot of effort in here. Uh, I try to get a shower every day, but unfortunately, there's just not enough time for that. Um, so luckily, this isn't there, there's no, you know, this isn't like smell a vision where uh, you guys can actually smell me uh, because I'm sure I'm a little bit ripe at the moment. And of course, I'm going to start doing these push ups every day and it's going to just get worse. Uh, one other thing that I found interesting, and I'm curious to get people's feedback. I see a lot of these things. I know one of them is called Trunk Club, uh, where it's like mail order clothes. Um, and I'm not sure how I feel about it. I, I, I don't like or dislike it. It just seems weird to me um, that, you know, you're, you're just you're ordering clothes and you kind of don't know what you're getting. So I'm curious, anyone out there listening, if you use one of these, uh, I want to know your opinion on it. If you're not familiar, Trunk Club, they, they send you a bunch of clothes and, and I believe you like pick out which clothes you like and then you send the rest back. You just pay for the ones that you pick out. Um, I, I'm sure there's different tiers you can pay for. Maybe it comes like once a week, once a month, whatever that might be. Uh, but I'm curious about that because it seems, it seems great to just kind of have clothes delivered to your house. And personally... Like I kind of wear the same same clothes, you know. Um, I, I I'm able to order my shoes because really all I I wear is Vans. Uh, but I, I enjoy going and supporting like brick and mortar uh, at the same time as well. And one thing is like jeans. You just simply I, I wear all Levi's, and and not because I'm like a brand whore or anything. Simply because they're comfortable and that's what I like. Uh, you know, so I tend that's all I tend to have is Levi's jeans. But if 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 you wear jeans especially if you wear decent jeans, anyone out there, you know that even if you get the same exact size and sometimes even like the same exact color and wash or whatever on jeans, they're not going to fit quite the same. You got to try the damn things on. So I don't see how like you can be getting jeans in trunk club or maybe you, you're just, you get that lucky box where you're like, these actually fit. 
you know, um, because it's not like certain other things with like suit suits, you know, you have a chest size and a, and a length and everything else, um, you know, or dress shirts where you have a neck size and, and an arm length and all that kind of stuff where, where I see it's, you know, it's a little more mathematical. Whereas with like denim, it, you know, it can vary same brand, same color, everything else. And they can still fit a little differently. You just got to kind of try those on. Uh, now that being said, I think, I know I just said trunk club, you can send it all back. So maybe, you know, you, you just take that chance and, and you, you get that one pair whatever it might be. Um, it's interesting. Uh, so I'm curious, any of you listening out there, let me know what you think. If you use this, um, or even if you don't and just know a little bit more about it, I'm, you know, I'm just seeing more and more of it. It seems to be kind of becoming the norm. Um, I don't want to say the norm, but it, it seems to be coming to be becoming more and more popular. Uh, and, and I'm just seeing more and more of it, like TV ad campaigns and stuff. You know, I remember I was seeing them really just online at first. And now now it's more like television ads and radio ads and everything else. Um, so it's interesting curious what all you guys think i don't have much more on that and that's it for style no more style i probably gonna take that section out of there the style section really just came up because i would rant about weird styles that i just don't understand you know not that i think there's anything wrong with kind of having your own style i'm a burner i wear weird stuff uh, for eight days in the desert every year and, and sometimes kind of in between um so, so do your thing uh but i do kind of like to rant a little bit when i see stuff that's just just plain weird to me um, all right, moving along. Current news. I, you know, I don't have a lot of current news. I know there's a lot of shit going on. See, I'm dropping. I'm already dropping a curse word there. Uh, I know there's a lot of stuff going on in the world right now. We're not going to get into it, but I do want to point out um, a little bit of an R.I.P. You know, rest in peace. Uh, since the last episode, we've lost quite a few people, um, and unfortunately, it looks like a, a big star from from my childhood uh, is had a little bit of a health problem today. If you didn't hear. Um, Carrie Fisher is in the hospital. Uh, she had a heart problem on a plane from London to Los Angeles, so hopefully she's okay. Uh, that's not an RIP on Carrie Fisher, uh, but it, it, it just seems like there's a, there was a string of events over the past week or so uh, since the last episode. Unfortunately, Alan Thicke, uh, who back in the 80s was kind of like America's dad, he was on Growing Pains uh, with, with, with Kirk Cameron. Uh, he unfortunately passed away. He was a little young. Uh, you know, I think I want to say he was in his 60s or 70s. That's a, just a little too young to go, unfortunately. Um, you know, and, and I know a lot of people out there are going to miss him. I, I thoroughly enjoyed Growing Pains growing up. And really, a lot of stuff that he popped up in, in over the past few years, uh, he, you know, he just seemed like a, like a great guy to work with and an and, and entertaining actor. Um, so sad to see him go. The other one for the and a lot of many of you may not know who this guy is, but Craig Sager. I had to point out to my wife who who he was. She didn't recognize him by name, but when she saw a photo of him, realized like, oh, okay. Uh, Craig Sager is a is a sports guy, sports ball. I know sports ball. He's a sideline reporter, um, which meant he'd be on the sidelines like doing doing interviews and stuff. He did a lot of NBA basketball um, stuff where he's doing interviews with the athletes on the sidelines and everything. Uh, past couple years, he was battling with cancer a little bit. Unfortunately, about a week ago, he passed away uh, from complications because of that cancer. And and for those of you that don't follow sports ball, you've probably seen him. He is the one that wears just funky jackets. He's got just funky, funky, colorful jackets um, standing on the sidelines. He, again, always seemed like a great guy. Uh, sad to see him go. Uh, you know, I had done a post the, the, the night that he passed away and, and just... Um, and I had to clarify it too because I didn't want people to think it was a race thing. Uh, but I just I just pointed out NBA sidelines are going to become a, are, are going to be a little less colorful uh, moving forward because we're not going to have the great Craig Sager out there. Um, 
you know, wearing his funky jackets, which which I always I just always enjoyed seeing him out there. And I'm not much of an NBA fan. As much sport, sports ball as I watch, uh, I'm not much a basketball fan. Just just never have been. I played a lot in high school, uh, but personally, I, I don't love watching it. I like my baseball, I like my football, and my hockey, but uh, I didn't love. I don't love watching basketball, but I did thoroughly enjoy watching Craig Sager work the sidelines. Uh, he was always always a good personality, bubbly personality, um, and and sad to see him go. Um, you know, and again, a little too young to go. Unfortunately, cancer is a son of a bitch and, and, and takes people away too early at times. Um, and this was one of those times. Uh, so rest in peace, Craig Sager as well. And the, the last one, she passed away. And I don't mean to laugh. Uh, the only reason I kind of chuckle is there was a lot of weirdness like around kind of her life toward the end. But unfortunately, Zsa Gabor passed away. Uh, this one, you know, she was well into her 90s. and was, I think she was like 92, 93. Um, you know, so she did live a full life and everything else. Uh, but of course, sad to see her go as well. Um, if you guys don't know who she is, just Google that one. I'm not going to get into a lot of stuff on that because you should know who, who the hell uh, Zsa Zsa Gabor is. She was a huge star at one time, you know, not so much over the past few years. That was that was a little chuckle. I didn't mean it disrespectful way, uh, but just because she kind of went into seclusion and she had a husband who was kind of weird. And there was like a lot of people were like, is she still alive? You know, we don't know. And confirmed that uh, she actually is gone now. Uh, so, just you know, a little bit of loss since the last episode. These things happen. Um, you know, just want to point it out. If you guys weren't aware, it's not like that's a spoiler or anything. Um but just, just sad to see all of them go, um, as it is, it's sad to see when anyone passes away, literally, um, you know, even someone who's not a great person, it's still a little bit sad, because, you know, they're no longer with us, um, personally, I think, you know, in a way, they are, I, I, you know, I tend to carry people that I held close to me that have passed away, I tend to carry them with me, their memory, uh, whatever it may be, and, and, and I like to believe that, in a way, they're still here, um, you know, and I'm not going to get into a religious thing on, on that or anything. It's really more of a spirituality for me personally. Um, when we do eventually talk about Burning Man, uh, which is coming still, you know, maybe we'll get into a little bit of that, but we're going to leave it alone for now. So moving right along, uh, one thing had me jump out of my seat today, just absolutely jump out of my seat, Game of Thrones. Now I'm gonna give I'm I'm gonna give a spoiler warning. This this isn't like a recent spoiler warning, but if if you're one of the few people few people I say because I feel like everyone watches Game of Thrones, but if you're one of the few people out there um, that that hasn't watched any Game of Thrones, uh, just turn the volume down for like a minute here because I'm gonna I'm gonna talk a little bit about why I nearly jumped out of my seat today. Uh, so Kit Harrington, who plays one of the main characters on Game of Thrones, he plays Jon Snow. The, he and Peter Dinklage, who's also on Game of Thrones, and and I'm blanking, Amelia Clark, uh, who happens to be Daenerys on Game of Thrones, they have a really strong social media game going on. Ken Harrington posted uh, a fabricated IMDb screenshot, uh, and again, stop listening now for a minute. If you've watched no Game of Thrones, this isn't like a recent spoiler. If you've watched any Game of Thrones like through the first couple seasons, you'll understand what I'm saying. Uh, but basically had a picture of the actress who plays Catelyn Stark. Uh, and it was an IMDb screenshot for season seven, episode one, which is coming up in June. Hasn't come out yet. Now, if you've watched the show again, apologies, turn down the podcast. You know, she, she was killed like pretty early on. Um, but for those of you that are book readers, I never read the books, but I, you know, I, I get a little bit from other people that have read the books, know that they're in the books. There's a character called Lady Stoneheart. 
everyone's kind of been waiting for Catelyn Stark to pop back up as Lady Stoneheart. Uh, so this made me nearly jump out of my seat. I was like, oh my god, did they really just spoil it by putting her on IMDb? I got on the actual IMDb site, looked. She wasn't actually on there. It was a fake screenshot that a fan put together, and stupid Kit Harrington felt the need to share it. I don't know if he thought it was funny or didn't realize. I mean, I would think he would because he's probably on the first episode and should know. Uh, mm, I don't know. Nonetheless, not confirmed. Who knows what's happening? But can we just stop with like that fake stuff? I get the funny fake stuff, like the onion and everything. Um, but it, enough of like the fake news and stuff, uh, especially because especially something that has such a big fan following. I'm like waiting with bated breath for the next season of Game of Thrones because it happens to be one of my favorite shows. It's extremely exciting, and I love it. Uh, and like I said, jumped out of my seat because I was like, oh, my God, is she coming back? Not coming back. I mean, maybe she is, but it's not on IMDb. Nothing was spoiled. Uh, all right, you guys can turn your podcast back up if, if you were avoiding that spoiler warning, you know, that potential spoiler because you've watched zero Game of Thrones. Um, but if you're caught up in the least, that wasn't actually a spoiler. Just It just wasn't. Um, so a little little bit more on film. Rogue One came out, I think, last week. I'm not going to see it. It's going to be the. It's probably going to be the very first Star Wars movie theatrical released Star Wars movie that I that I'm not going to see in the theater um, for multiple reasons. I'm I'm simply just not that interested in it. Uh, I'm I'm sure it's a great movie. Uh, I'm just personally not that interested in it. And because I got Zoe at home, I don't have time to go to the movies. I just don't. Uh, but I find it interesting. There's a lot of mixed reviews, and there's no one in the middle that's like, eh, it's okay. You know, everyone's either like, oh my god, it is the greatest Star Wars movie ever, um, or I'm seeing quite a few people that are like, eh, this really is not a good film. It's just not a good film. Uh, so I'm curious, hit me up on the Facebook page or on the Twitter. I want to know what you think. I don't even care if you give me spoilers. I'll probably get around to seeing it at one point. It's a freaking prequel to, to episode four. So, you know, <laughs> like I said, a couple episodes ago, uh, that, you know, you can only spoil so much. Um, hit me up. I want to know what you guys think. Um, it's, it's, there, there is just a, a, a stark divide here, uh, between, everyone just absolutely loving it it's the greatest star wars film ever and and some people that are like it's not even a good film so i find that interesting i'm not going to get around to seeing it anytime soon but i want to know what you guys think about it hit me up on the social media on the twitter on the facebook page uh the other film that just came out recently is patriot's day this is starring the the great mark Wahlberg. i say the great mark Wahlberg. i just like him personally i've always enjoyed his films uh he happens to be a big boston fan so i'm sure i'm a little biased because of that uh, this one just came out recently. If you're not familiar with the premise, it revolves around the the Boston Marathon bombing in 2013, which was which which was a little personal for me, uh, because like I said, I never lived in Boston, but my father's from there. You know, he you know I grew up kind of with with a little bit of Boston culture, um, simply through my father. So we, it it hit me personally and kind of in that respect. You know, this is my father's city. This is this is the city that I love. The sports teams, I, I love where the sports teams came from, which is Boston. Um, and and it hit me a little personally. You know, and uh, and I was a little apprehensive about this movie coming out. Um, but I'm seeing some reviews, and I have a few friends on Facebook. As you all know, I went to film school. Uh, that I that I kind of value their opinion. Um, um, to an extent on films and I'm, I'm seeing a lot of good reviews specifically from them um, regarding Patriot's Day you know and like I said I, I enjoy Mark Wahlberg as an actor he's the star of it uh, you know what's going to happen in the end because this played out in the news three years ago around the Boston area um, when they when they caught the the uh, the terrorists that and I'm using that word lightly the terrorists that uh, that that, that 
planned the, the Boston Marathon bombing and carried it out. Um, so check that one out. I look forward to checking it out. Again, I'm probably not going to be able to see it in the theater, uh, but I do look forward to checking it out sometime soon. Hopefully when it, you know, gets a DVD and I can, like, take a few minutes between diapers and watch it at home. Uh, that's right, Patriots Day. Check it out. Uh, one thing I do want to mention, and I've been I've been reading it for a while. It's an incredible book. It's been out for a while. A lot of you have probably read it. Uh, it's called Ready Player One. And forgive me, I, I honestly don't know who the author is. Uh, the reason I, my, my wife had already downloaded it on Amazon, so I was able to just access it easily because we share our books from Amazon and everything else. Uh, a couple of my friends had mentioned it months and months ago, and I'm finally getting around to reading it. I'm actually near the end now. It, it's a, it, it, you, anyone listening, you could probably read it in like a day. It's maybe like two. It, it's not an incredibly long book, um, and it, it's pretty easy to keep up with, which, which I enjoy because with a lot of these like geeky, I'm putting up air quotes, like geeky kind of comic booky type things, um, I'm just using that word for lack of a better word. It's hard to keep up because there's like so many moving parts and stuff. Like even with the Star Wars, you know, there's a whole Star Wars universe, and I'm like, I don't, I don't care. Just show me the damn movies. You know, if it's in the movie, then I know about it. I'm not gonna read a bunch of books and and comics and and all this fan fiction stuff. It's just not gonna happen. Uh, Ready Player One, it it it's kind of an easy read because you can keep up with with a lot of those little intricate parts, even though it is pretty geeky. Um, if you've never heard of it, it it. it I don't want to give away a bunch of the premise and everything, but it revolves around this this virtual reality world. It takes place in the year 2045, um, and it revolves around this main character uh, who's basically, there's a big contest going on to, to, to find this Easter egg. Uh, we've all heard this term Easter egg. That's when something's hidden in like a movie or video game or a book, whatever it might be. Uh, and whoever finds it ends up with this big inheritance from the guy that created this universe uh, who passed away. He basically left all of his money to the person that's able to find that Easter egg. Uh, so check it out. I'm thoroughly enjoying it. I think it's a fantastic book. It's a great read. And actually, Steven Spielberg is working on uh, the development of a film for it. Which, if, if, you, if you've read it, you already know, or if you do read it, you'll see. It's, it's like one of those books that just, it's like built to be a movie. Um, obviously, the movie's not out yet. I w- I'll tell you right now, I always like to read a book before a movie, before I see a movie, just because, you know, you have that better perspective on it. Um, so check out that book. I'm sure you can find it pretty cheap on Amazon. It's been out a couple years. You probably have a friend that's read it. If you have, you know, again, air quotes, geeky, for lack of a better word, friend that has, has read it. Um, a lot of 80s pop culture. And it's a thoroughly enjoyable book. Um, so check it out. Ready Player One. I'm enjoying it. All of you should too. All right, we're getting into a little tech now. Uh, I'm gonna breeze through this tech stuff because I'm get, I'm honestly getting bored with the tech stuff. There's too much going on with the tech stuff. Uh, but to follow up on one thing, I mentioned on the last episode, maybe the one before that, how Verizon is refusing to uh, disable the Note Sevens, and I kind of called them out on it. Well, they came out since that episode, and they said they will actually push the update that 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 disables the Note 7, so hopefully there will be less people walking around with bombs in their pocket, uh, because, you know, let, let, let's not do that, let's not set people on fire, because it's not necessary, you don't need a damn phone that bad, um, you just simply don't, uh, and I'd like to think that I had a little something to do with that, that Go Tell to the Wall had something to do with that. Uh, now, obviously, we had nothing to do with that, I'm sure consumers complained, and, and there was a media uproar over it, but, um, you know, Good move, Verizon. Let, let's keep people safe. There's there's no reason for, for people to not be safe because of a stupid cell phone. It's just not necessary. Uh, so good on them. Good on them. Uh, so updates on Google Home. I, I know. I've had this Google Home sitting in a box. I got it for my birthday. Uh, my wife got it for me. My birthday was like five weeks ago, whatever it was. 
So it's been a while. It's still sitting in the box. I just don't have the time. I want to take the time to really learn it, set it up, and everything else. Um, so I, you know, I don't have my own personal review of it. Uh, but a lot of stuff is, you know, they're pushing new stuff out to it. One thing they just pushed out recently is Netflix integration, and that got me thinking: Do we really need that? You know, so so this is where you're going to talk to your Google Home. You give it the, that command that I've said I'm not going to use on the podcast because I don't want to set anyone's Android phone off, like, you know, doing something crazy. Uh, but you give the command, and then you can have it pull up Netflix, which, you know, just fine. But is it really that hard to hit a damn button? I get it. You know, we live in this world. I have a smart watch and everything else where it's like, is it hard that hard to pull your phone out of your pocket? Uh, so there's definitely a fine line. I feel like this isn't a feature that really needed to be pushed out. However, they did push out a, a Google Photos integration. Which I know doesn't even make sense because you're like, oh, pull this up on Netflix. But, you know, if you're taking the time to watch something on Netflix, you can probably get through that. However, Google Photos, let's see if like some relatives over or whatever it might be. This one I really like. You can tell it to then pull up those photos and you can see them on your TV screen. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. Uh, so I can't wait to use that one. New little feature on the Google Home. Uh, I will get it set up hopefully soon here when I do have some time between dirty diapers and, and right now Christmas present wrapping and everything else. Um, you know, it, it'll happen. I'll give my own personal review. Not that any of you care, but since you're listening and since I have a microphone and a way to post all this and a little bit of a following, then you're going to have to listen to it. That's just kind of how it works. I know I sound like a bit of an asshole today. I don't know why. I don't know why I'm like more assholey than usual. I don't, I don't know why I, you know, I'm actually in a good mood. Um, I'm, I'm really meaning it in a joking way. So Please understand jokes. You know, that's what we're doing here. We're all just having fun talking to a wall because that's what we do. We go tell it to the wall. We use common sense. Um, common sense is very subjective on this show. Some of it's objective. I, I will say that now, but some of it is very subjective. And I, I understand that. I get it. Understandable. Um, all right. And a little update on Apple TV. They're doing they're rolling out a lot of stuff now. I'm, I'm an Apple TV user. I enjoy it. Um, you know, there's all these different devices you can use for like streaming stuff and everything else. Personally, I have my entire music library on iTunes. I have a lot of movies on there. So it just makes it easier for that. Um, and they're making it so it integrates with with all of your devices. Now, if you're if you're an Apple user, you'll notice like I've noticed my iPad, my my uh, iPod Touch, my Apple TV, like everything's been updating for the past week. Um, so they're rolling out some new functions. And one thing I do like about it is it's it's integrated with all your devices. So now when you start watching something on Apple TV, which it didn't do before, if you go pull it up on like your 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 iPhone or your iPad or whatever, it's gonna remember where the heck you were within that you know particular app. Um, I'm I'm sure it's working going to work with Netflix and all those you know they're rolling all these features out um I'm slowly which I understand it takes time to do these things uh but check it out if you're an Apple user Apple TV um you know iPad iPhone iPod Touch uh I I don't think there's a lot of iPod touches out there anymore personally I like it I use it as a kind of a big remote control for the house <laughs> because it connects with the Apple TV and you know I just throw a bunch of music and some apps on there uh just because you know just because it's one of those extra little things. Um, and, of course, my iPad is, is kind of an all-in-one entertainment area. I do a little bit of Adobe stuff on there uh, simply because they offer the apps for free on, on iOS, which they're, they're getting to Android a little more uh, kind of over the past few months, but still really pushing stuff toward Apple. Uh, so that's what keeps me on an iPad for now. For now. I enjoy it. Uh, and my Apple TV will probably keep that thing till till it dies. Uh, and then I don't know that we'll raise it. 
just there's so many different options out there maybe we will maybe we won't i don't think we will you know everything can can be directly in your tv now we haven't taken that leap to a smart tv but that'll hopefully be the next move over the next couple of years uh, you know as things kind of start to die out uh, and become obsolete all right we're moving on that's enough tech that's enough tech we're gonna get into some sports ball um but 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 i urge you to to especially with this you know as usual it's it's really more the social aspect um and i do have a just a very very touching story uh to fill you all in on um and then a little bit of a rant i don't want to say full rant but you know there's assholes out in the sports world too um so there was a there's a story that came out a couple weeks ago now uh with the patriots and with tom brady and you know I, there's a lot of hatred for the patriots out there even if you hate the Patriots and you hate Boston sports, you, you've got to respect this story because it's just incredibly touching. Uh, so there's there's a little 10-year-old in the New England area. His name's Logan Schoenhart, um, 10 years old. He's been dealing with cancer, brain cancer, uh, for a couple years now. Unfortunately, at 10 years old, it just it absolutely breaks my heart. Uh, ESPN has a, has a show called E60, and they, they kind of do the harder-hitting stuff. Uh, you know, I think we talked about this with, with Beckham Zobrist, uh, who lost an eye and was an incredible Cubs fan and, and everything else. Uh, if you don't remember it, go back. It, it, it was, uh, I can't remember which episode it was, but it's in one of the episodes. If, if you're an avid listener, you'll you remember it. Um, just touching story, but E60 did this story on Logan Schoenhart. Uh, who happens to be a just huge, huge Patriots fan, and especially a Tom Brady fan. Uh, now, as a 10-year-old, I can totally understand that. I'm not a huge Tom Brady fan. I love the Patriots, but, you know, I, I like Tom Brady because he helps us win games. I don't know that I'd want to have a drink with him, you know. I don't know that I'd want to hang out with him personally. You know, give, give me Julian Edelman. Let's go have a drink together. Um, but, you know, this kid, he loves Tom Brady. Um, and he's been dealing with this this brain cancer, can- tumor in his brain uh, for a couple years. Well, they went to remove the, the tumor last March, um, and he had, he had a special request for the doctor, uh, for the, the brain surgeon that was, was performing the surgery. Um, and he said, you know what? Can you carve the number 12 into my skull? Uh, for those of you that aren't familiar, Tom Brady's number when he plays football is 12. Uh, so because he was a huge Tom Brady fan, he wanted the number 12 etched into his skull. Into his skull. Uh, so here's 10-year-old Logan running around New England area with a 12. And, and it's funny, they interviewed the doctor, and he, he personally asked the doctor, here's this kid at 10, maybe 9 at the time, and, you know, personally asked the doctor, and the doctor said, you know, there's no reason, there's not a health reason not to do this, and, and the kid's been through so much that let's do it for him. Um, and so he did it. So here's little Logan running around with the number 12 etched in his skull. Um, now, unfortunately, just the part that broke my heart, um, my wife happened to be watching this with me a week or two ago, um, and, you know, she teared up, of course. The tumor came back a few months ago, and and unfortunately, there's nothing, uh, there's nothing they can do, um, and they're just kind of waiting for it to run its course, and unfortunately, little 10-year-old Logan, um, is most likely, uh, gonna see, gonna see the end of his life, um, very soon just touching story. And what the Patriots did back in October, they brought him out for a game, put him on the sideline, let him meet Tom Brady. Um, and it just absolutely made his day. His parents said they, they were checking stuff off the bucket list. And, and that was one of the things. Um, and it's just really touching. It's just really touching to, to hear these things. I know, like I said, I have a lot of fan, a lot of listeners and fans that really hate sports ball. The, the term sports ball came from all my friends who hate sports ball. Um, but, you know, these are things that just transcend sports. 
they absolutely do. And it, and, and it shows kind of to the other side, this is what I enjoy about it. You know, I've said I love watching sports because I grew up watching sports with my dad. I grew up watching Boston sports um, and idolizing certain players. And, and that was just kind of part of my, my life. Um, and that's how it is for a little, little Logan Schoenhart. Uh, you know, he's, he's being as strong as he can. You know, they interviewed him. And I can't imagine dealing with that at 10 years old. I just can't imagine. I was 10 years old, didn't have a care in the world. Uh, I just didn't. And, you know, he has to deal with this brain cancer. It's, it's just, it's incredibly, incredibly sad. Um, it makes me wish there, there was something I could do, something more that I could do outside of just telling all of you to, to check out his story because it's incredibly touching. And it goes to show you um, the importance of, of sports ball to some people and how important the Patriots are to him. And not because necessarily he just enjoys watching sports, but because that's given him an escape, an escape from these problems that, that he's been having, you know. Uh, so I'll be following it. I'm, I'm hoping that there is a miracle and, and, and he's able to get through it. You know, unfortunately, as we all know, these things don't happen. Um, cancer is a son of a bitch and, and that's something he's got to deal with. Um, but I do urge all of you. And in fact, I, am, I implore all of you, uh, to consider that story. Now, as you all know, I have obsessive compulsive disorder and obsessive anxiety disorder. And, and on a daily basis, little things will just seem like to me, because I deal with these, these mental issues, this mental illness, um, little things can, can come up and, and make me feel like the world is coming to an end. Uh, so, so I just, I implore all of you out there, check this story out and, and hopefully gain some perspective because these are the kinds of things that remind me, you know what, that little stuff isn't that important. Um, those, those petty things that are happening on a daily basis are not that important because I don't have to deal with brain cancer. I don't, I don't have to ask a doctor to etch number two. I mean, I could, uh, but you know, I'm, I'm not in that situation asking a surgeon to etch the number 12 in my skull because I'm having multiple brain surgeries. So check it out. Logan Schoenhart and the Patriots and Tom Brady. If you Google any of those things, we'll definitely get one of those posted up on the Facebook page um, in the next day or so so that you can all check it out and and hopefully gain a little perspective uh, on life and, and on what sports ball means to some people and, and, and just the spirit of this kid and his family who are having to deal with this and, and just remember that that are our problems. And I know a lot of people out there have real problems and I have real problems at times too. Um, but because of my mental illness, I, I tend to, to focus on the little things. Um, uh, and this helps to give me perspective and I hope it helps many of you out there as well. Um, and, and we'll be, we'll be rooting for, for Logan as well and sending our thoughts out, out his way to him and his family. All right. I'll be honest. That was, that was a little, it's just every time I think about it, it's a little tough. Um, so we're going to move on to something else, which is sad, but also more angering. If you haven't seen this, there's a, there's a player for University of Oklahoma named Joe, Joe Mixon. A couple years ago, he got in trouble for, for hitting a woman out at a bar. Um, now, first off, I don't think he was even old enough at the time to technically be at the bar. We all know that people, kids in college drink and stuff. Uh, but just recently, the actual video came out, the actual video. Um, he was suspended for a year, which I get, punishment and everything else. They kind of kept this video under wraps for a couple years. Uh, and it came out, and it's just gruesome to see what this this behemoth of a man, behemoth. He's, he's a professional, a, a college football player. He's not a little guy. He should know his own strength. Um, straight broke the jaw, 
of a woman who was in this restaurant bar sitting there. Now, granted, the story is she said something racist to him, blah, blah, blah. I understand. You can get angry. Um, nobody should be saying anything racist, if she even did. Who, you know, who knows? Uh, but the fact that he, he pulled his fist back, he got in her face, and, you know, we will post this video, too, because as you all, as you all know, this is a sensitive subject to me, domestic violence. Um, now, this wouldn't be domestic violence. This is a random girl out at a bar, but it's, it's, it's still battery and assault and violence. That's just unnecessary. You know, words are one thing. Uh, but this guy, he gets in her face and then pulls his fist back and just knocks her to the ground, breaks her jaw, breaks her jaw. Or maybe, maybe not her jaw. Broke either. It was either her jaw or her cheek. I cannot remember. If, apologies for not remembering. Um, and it's just, it's ridiculous to see these things. Now, I'm all for someone getting another chance. But it takes a lot. It takes a lot to be that type of person. Where you just rear back and you punch a woman in the face. You shouldn't punch anyone. Let alone a woman who you probably have like 150 pounds on. Extra 150 pounds heavier than that woman and he just rears back knocks her out walks out the door casually walks out the door casually uh so i'm calling on you university of oklahoma which really i hated you to begin with uh because of of, of the greatest university of texas football player ever adam ulatoski who happens to be my cousin and i'm a little biased that's why i think he's the greatest uh university of texas football player ever um and, and they have a bit of a rivalry with uh, oklahoma university um, and I have a personal story with an Oklahoma fan at, at a bowl game, which maybe we'll get into one day. So really, I didn't have a lot of respect for you to begin with. Uh, but get your shit together, Oklahoma. This is inexcusable. A year, you know, he should have been completely kicked off the team. Completely kicked off the team. Um, and, and that's what I'm calling for. And here's the crazy thing. He's going to be playing in a bowl game very soon here for that school. That's what's happening. That's the world we live in, ladies and gentlemen. That is the world we live in. Um, so get it together, Oklahoma. Stay classy. That's inexcusable. I don't know why this kid's still playing football. Um, you know, and, and he's not remorseful. It's one thing if he went to, to, you know, counseling and everything else and was remorseful. No, he sat out for a year. They put him back on the football team. He's a big star for him. You know, and because he's a big star, they, they let him keep playing football. They, they needed him to score points. I mean, come on. Priorities. Priorities and common sense. That's what we're all about here at Go Tell It to the Wall. Uh, one more thing I want to get into on sports ball. This one is a little bit more game-related, uh, but it's this double standard. It's a double standard. Uh, so they, they did this thing a couple weeks ago. I believe I talked about it on a podcast. It's called Cleats for a Cause. So all the players in the NFL, there's strict rules around what you can wear as a, as a uniform in the NFL. The National Football League. Uh, so one, they they started this one weekend where where all the players in the league can wear whatever kind of cleats they want, um, and and they all did it for like a certain cause. So like domestic violence, whatever it was. Um, I'm sure Brandon Marshall's cleats were were NAMI National Association for Mental Illness uh, because he has battled mental illness for quite a few years now. Um, and it's a great thing. It's a great thing. Cleats for causes and and money was being donated to these causes. I'm sure the cleats were auctioned off. Fantastic, fantastic, uh, a thing to do. Well, outside of that weekend, you technically can't wear cleats um, that, that aren't under the uniform rules. Now, a big part of this is the NFL has a big contract with Nike. Uh, so Nike needs to make their money. Nike needs to promote their product. Uh, and, and that's just, you know, that's part of the game. I get it. I get it. The irritating thing is there was a player in the NFL who wanted to pay tribute last weekend to Craig Sager. See, he wore colorful cleats. Well, he was fined for his cleats. He was fined for his cleats. Because technically it is in the rules. And I get it. He was fined. If you want to find him, 
get, I, I get it. I, I, there's no argument that he should have been fined. The ridiculousness is the double standard. The double standard is Ezekiel Elliott, who plays running back for the Dallas Cowboys. Last weekend, he scored a touchdown, ran over, and jumped into a giant uh, Salvation Army red kettle. They put him out on like toward the end of the end zones as as promotion for Salvation Army. He jumped inside there, celebrated his touchdown. A couple players ran over. Um, now, again, personally, I don't have a problem with that. The problem I do have is that in the rule book, it specifically says for a touchdown celebration, you cannot use a prop. You can't use any kind of prop. You can't go to the ground, and you can't use any kind of prop. Well, Salvation Army Kettle, that's a freaking prop. That's a prop. But here's the double standard in the NFL. The NFL knows that they're getting more money from the Salvation Army for all that promotion. This is the same NFL that charges our military for any kind of you know, military promotion that they do, the, the, the military pays for, that, pays for that, whether it's the Army, Navy, Marines, whatever it might be. They're paying the NFL. The NFL likes to pretend like, oh, salute to service, all this BS. No, 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 no. Someone's paying for that. Someone's lining your pockets. You freaking billionaire pockets. It's ridiculous. It's a double standard. But because the NFL is getting promotion for Salvation Army and money from Salvation Army, whereas they're not getting money uh, for Craig Sager cleats, they find the guy with the Craig Sager cleats, but no fine for Ezekiel Elliott for jumping. Literally, just, again, both of them are breaking the rules. I get it. But you can't find one and not the other. You just can't. And I'm getting really sick of it with the NFL. I'm getting really sick of it. I'm not even going to touch the whole walkie-talkie thing with the Giants. If you're a sports ball fan, you know what I'm talking about. That, and especially in relation to Deflategate, we're not even going to touch it. I'm not even going to touch it because it's ridiculous. The NFL is a freaking joke. It's a freaking joke. It's a bunch of billionaires lining their pockets. And as long as it's in their best interest, then they're all about it. But as soon as it's not in their best interest, they're going to come after you. They're going to fine you. They're going to fine you for having fun, for paying tribute to a great human being. They're going to fine you. But if they're making money, all good. All good. Break the rules. We're making money. Come on. Get it together, NFL. Get it together. All right, we're almost done here. I do want to get into one thing. I want to say, especially if you're in the Los Angeles area, be safe out there on the road. Just be safe. I was coming home from doing a little Christmas shopping the other day. I'm driving the 110. If, if you know Los Angeles at all, the, the uh, 110 Parkway going up to Pasadena, really driving through, like, northeast Los Angeles. Uh, I'm coming around one of the big curves. Luckily, I pay attention when I drive. Uh, right in front of me, a car flipped. Flipped on its roof. Wheel still turning. Gas pedal still depressed. Um... I went. I started to. I, I looked, and I was gonna pull over and see if the guy needed help. Fortunately, a couple guys got out. He got out of the car. The guy, the guy was okay. But of course, to my right, uh, there's a car driving like a maniac, not paying attention. Uh, goes to change lanes, realizes there's a guy to the right of him. Um, but because he's so concerned about getting around everything, crashes into the guy to the right of him and rear ends the guy in front of him. All of this, eh, literally four feet from me. Four feet from me. Uh, I came home a little shaken. So just be safe out there. Be safe out there. Be careful. Uh, when it rains in L.A., it's, it's crazy. Everyone everyone becomes an idiot. They, they don't know how to drive. Um, so everybody across, across the world, be careful on the road out there, but especially if you're in uh, Los Angeles right now dealing with all this rain and cold that we got, or and really anywhere if you're getting weather and, and people tend to drive like idiots, just be careful. I was definitely a little shaken. It took me a couple hours to kind of calm myself down. Uh, nobody was hurt, luckily. It didn't look like. Uh, you know, like I said, I was going to pull over. The guy was fine. So I just, I got, I kept going so I could 
help the traffic move. People need to get home. Um, people have kids and stuff. I have a kid at home. I, you know, I needed to get home. Um, but just be careful out there. All right, we're about done. Uh, I have a couple things, though. We're going to rant a little. And I hate ranting about this. Because as you know, we are not political on this show. I know I make some jokes and everything. Uh, you know, many of you know that I did not vote for a certain person for president. If you did, that's fine. You know, you have your reasons, whatever it might be. I'm all about the love and not the hate. That's my main thing, is no hate. And two things have happened recently in the news regarding this. And we've talked about it recently. It goes on both sides. You know, you, you can't hate on either side. Uh, one of them was Scott Bayo. If you're not familiar with this, he's a big Donald Trump supporter, which, again, it's fine. Personally, I don't care about Charles in charge. You know, I don't really need to see Scott Bayo in the news regardless. He, he never really enjoyed his acting or, you know, he had a reality show for a minute. I watched five minutes of it, did not care. I don't watch a lot of reality television anyway. Uh, well, apparently he was at a party or an event or something. And one of the wives, see, I don't even know her name. I don't even know why the hell I should care about this. But the, the reason I do is because the ridiculousness of it, the common sense. So this wife of one of the Red Hot Chili Peppers decided to go and, and now who knows, it, it was called assault, you know, and really, if you've ever studied any kind of law, which I did in film school, simply because I, I studied to be a producer and I studied entertainment law, uh, you know that assault doesn't necessarily mean you hit someone in the face. It doesn't. I'm not going to get into semantics on it, um, but it, it does not mean that you hit someone in the face. It, it, it's a very broad term, very subjective. Um, and she apparently kept like jumping on Scott Bayo, Charles in charge, uh, and, and yelling at him because he was a Trump supporter. Because he was a Trump supporter. And then she came out afterward and she said, oh, I was just treating him like Trump treats women. You know, I, I get it, but that's not the way we handle things. That's just not. You know? That's just not. Have some class. Have some dignity. Have a discussion. But don't go assaulting someone. That's not the answer. That's not the answer. Common sense dictates that, that we promote love here. That's what we do. You want to have a spirited debate? That's one thing. A discussion? Totally get it. But we don't need to be run around assaulting people. And then on top of that, a few days later, I see a story. Ivanka Trump's on an airplane, which is... It was a little weird to me because they said she was riding in coach. I, you know, I, she's got all the money in the world. I don't know what the heck she's doing riding in coach. Like, if I had a bunch of money, I would not be riding coach on an airplane, at least getting first class. But she's in coach with her kids. Uh, and she starts getting berated by a bunch of other passengers. Just berated. And she actually, from what I understand, sat there quietly and just accepted it. Didn't, didn't get into an argument with anybody. And again, you know, personally, I'm not a Trump supporter. I'm not. I, I'm just not. But that's not how you handle things. She's on the plane with her children. Her children. And you're yelling at her? What are you accomplishing? It just makes you look like a raving maniac. Now, I know I'm a raving maniac, but I'm in a mic I have a microphone. I'm, I, you know, I'm, not, I'm not being insensitive to someone else. And there's just no excuse for that. Regardless of how you, how you think, there's no excuse. You know, we're going to move, we're gonna move this, this country and this world and this society along with love. That's what we're going to do. Nothing's being accomplished there, except that you get people like me, whom, uh, yeah, I'm not a Trump supporter, but I find myself, you know, getting the back of Ivanka Trump. Scott Bayo, Charles in charge. I'm not saying I agree with all of their, their beliefs and everything, but they shouldn't be accosted verbally or physically. They just shouldn't be. If you see this kind of stuff happening out there, this is when you speak up. Don't get into a physical altercation. Just point out that that's not going to solve anything. It's just simply not going to solve anything. 
and we need to stop it. We all need to stop it. Gosh, see what happens on this show. I got a freaking, we're not political. It's common sense. It's common sense. Don't assault people. You know, don't yell at people in front of their kids for no, like you're not accomplishing anything. I, I get it. You can disagree. There's nothing wrong with disagreeing. Just don't be an asshole about it. You know, that's a jackass move. That's what that is. Getting sick of it. Getting sick of it. Have a discussion. Be an adult. Be a friggin' adult. People people are losing their adulthood these days. It's okay. I'm in support. You know, protest. All those things. Have a discussion. Do those things. Don't be ridiculous. Use common sense. Continue to use common sense. That's what we support here at Go Tell It to the Wall. I didn't even mention, I'm drinking a little bit of uh, Goose Island IPA tonight. Um, and of course, I specifically grabbed this one because it's almost Christmas. This one's out of Chicago. My heart's in Chicago this weekend, especially because I can't be there for Christmas. I haven't been there for many years. Uh, but that is my, I consider that my childhood home, especially at Christmas time. Uh, and I do miss it dearly. So I'm having a little Goose Island IPA. And we're just about done. One more thing I want to mention. One more thing. I just want to point out to everyone that years, dates, and calendars, that's all they are. That's all they are. The year 2016, it's just a year. It's just a year. It's not the year's fault that certain people were elected. It's not the year's fault that people are dying. So can we all just stop blaming 2016? Personally, I... I I've actually taken it a little bit personal because everyone's like, forget 2016. Let's get through this. F you 2016. Personally, I mine wasn't so bad. Bad things happen. Mine wasn't so bad. I have a daughter who was born in 2016. And one day she's going to grow up and be like, why was everyone saying F you 2016? Well, honey, because everyone thinks that a calendar makes bad things happen. It's a freaking calendar. Someone came up with it. It's not the year's fault. Stop. Stop blaming 2016. Get over it. Bad things happen. Be positive. Do something to change it. Don't just sit there, 2016. Oh, it's 2016's fault. No, it's not. It's a freaking calendar. That's what it is. It's a freaking calendar. It's a year. It doesn't mean anything. It's how we track time. It's not the year's fault. It's simply not. Unfortunately, people pass away. Unfortunately, people disagree on politics. These things happen. You know, focus on the good things. Focus on the positives. Grow the hell up. One day we'll get there. I have faith that we'll get there one day. In the meantime, stop blaming a calendar. Because it's not the calendar's fault. It's just not. I know. I know. You, you, this, this, probably all, this comes as news to some of you. But it's not 2016's fault. It's simply not. So I'm starting the crusade for good things that happened in 2016. And I know other people have too. But let, let's keep that moving. Let's focus on the good things that happened in 2016. Personally, I'm starting with the birth of my daughter. The light of my life. That's what she is. The light of my life. My wife and daughter are the most important things to me in my entire life and my entire world. And one of those two was born in the year 2016. So I don't hate you, 2016. And even if a lot of bad things did happen, I wouldn't blame you. Because you're just a year. It's just a calendar. Simple as that. That's right, Wall fans. I'm going to leave you with that. 
We're going to have one more episode in 2016. Let me know what you think. Let me know why you, why you blame 2016 for all the bad things that happened. Because it's not 2016's fault. I know. It's shocking. Shocking. Just a calendar. Just a calendar. It's how we track time. That's about it. I got to go wrap some presents. That's right. This was a Christmas episode. We talked Christmas for like two minutes. But it's still the Christmas episode because it's Christmas Eve Eve. It's Festivus. If you were a Seinfeld fan, it's Festivus. Uh, First night of Hanukkah is tomorrow. Coincides with Christmas Eve. Uh, So happy Hanukkah. Merry Christmas. Uh, Happy Festivus. Happy holidays. I know there's some other holidays and stuff. I, you know. I, I, I forgive my ignorance. It's not so much that I don't care. It's just that I don't know. I don't know. Uh, so happy holidays to all of you. Thank you for listening. We're now nine episodes in. Actually, a total of ten. This was episode nine, though, of Go Tell It to the Wall podcast. And as always, I appreciate all of you out there listening. I appreciate all of you subscribing, uh, telling your friends. Don't forget, follow us on Twitter at TellTheWallPod, Facebook.com slash GoTellItToTheWall, um, and keep an eye out for that YouTube channel. Hopefully on the next episode we'll have some more news regarding that YouTube channel. Uh, that's Like I said, I'm off to wrap some presents, probably change some diapers, uh, and, and, and make sure you know we are enjoying the holiday season. Um, and stay dry out there. Especially if you're in Southern California. It's raining. It's cold. Stay dry. Stay warm. Uh, If you're in the Midwest, you're already familiar with this. It's nothing new, so stay dry and warm. Stay out of that snow. um, And and enjoy the holidays. Uh, And happy holidays from all of us here at Go Tell It to the Wall. Uh, I love all of you out there for listening, for putting up with this, for following us. Again, this is Episode 9, Go Tell It to the Wall podcast. I am your host, the Sean O'Rourke, and remember, always, 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 always remember to use common sense.